everybody. When you hear that music, you know it's time for On the Letter Side of Baseball. And this is Jamie Uretsky coming to you live from Land of Lakes, Wisconsin. I'm looking out over the world's most beautiful scenery. And it's been a great stay up here at Land of Lakes. We have had lots of activity. And uh, yes, the Joe DiMaggio diet went down the tubes, but that's the way it goes with the lake. How'd that guy hit in 56 straight games? And I couldn't diet for 56 days. Oh, my goodness. I made it 35, 36, 37 days. I'll start it again in a couple of days. But, you know, there's something about the lake that makes you want to do carbohydrates. So I'm ready. I'm going to the ball game on uh, Saturday, the Cubs game, and then I'm going to go to uh, the White Sox game. And let me dare say this for you folks out there. Uh, it's more productive to go to the White Sox game than the Cubs game. I've been to Wrigley Field about a thousand times. It's a tourist trap for all the people that want to spend a little money, get really drunk, and say they've been to Wrigley. Yeehaw. In the meantime, Ricketts and whoever's running the team is decimating that team. They gave away Schwarber for nothing. Now, a lot of you frequent listeners who have been with me for three years say, wait a minute, dude, you hated Schwarber. Uh... A lot of my most loyal and loved listeners will say, you hated that guy. You ragged on him all the time. And now all of a sudden, you're sad that they got rid of him because he's got 23 home runs or 24 home runs or however many home runs he has with the Washington slash Chicago Cubs Nationals. And I'll get back to why I say the Chicago slash Washington Nationals. It's going to be quite self-evident here in a minute. But. Uh, be that as it may, uh, yeah, I dogged the guy Schwarber. I mean, I thought he was a DH in a National League body, but turns out he's better than Jack Peterson, who, by the way, the Cubs just gave away him and Nick Castiano. So, okay, here we go. Schwarber in right, Castellanos in center, and uh, Schwarber in left. Not a bad outfield. Not a bad outfield at all. Uh, instead, they have Ian Happ and who knows uh, who else? Hayward. Poor Hayward, man. He's stuck in. A, I know he's not poor. He's making a lot of money for a little bit of talent. I love Hayward. I love Hayward. I hate the Cubs management. Um, I I compare. Jerry Reinsdorf to Tom Ricketts, and it's one guy who knows what he's doing and the other guy that has no clue. No clue. And nor does Jed Hoyer and Theo Epstein lived happily ever after riding out of town with the World Series in both Boston and Chicago. So it's Theo to blame. It's Jed to blame. It, you know, the best player they have was drafted by Jim Henry, who got fired along with five managers since then. So, and that would be none other than the free-swinging, exciting magician, El Mago, Javi Baez. You know, who's fun to watch? Okay, why do you say Reinstorf versus Ricketts? Well, Reinstorf or whoever, Kenny Williams or uh, Rick Hahn, whoever's running the White Sox, along with Jerry's money, uh, was able to amass a good pitching staff. And so he had to pay these guys, but he paid them, and that's the way it was. And Lance Lynn was a pretty predictable gem that they signed as a third starter. And to Ryan Storr's credit, 
instead of saying, we're going to ride this horse till the cows come home and then just dump them over the side of the boat, they just signed them to a $38 million two-year contract extension. Action. Decisive action to maintain your assets and favorably reward the players who go into your ballpark every day and try to win. Reference that with Tom Ricketts, who just doesn't have a clue on how to run a baseball team and and doesn't have a clue how to run a company because the guy that he's kept as president has been a buffoon. He was on the ropes. He was about to get fired. And uh, now he's uh, running the show. He's the president of everything but baseball operations. And he it's a horrible organization. And sucker me up, buddy. Sucker me up. I'm paying for season tickets. And oh, by the way, I can't get anywhere near face value on stuff up for my season tickets. So the the fall is coming. And not only you have Schwarber, Castellanos, Lester, you know, Lester hasn't had a great year, but getting nothing in return. They give up Jock Peterson. They got a kid in A-ball that's hitting 205. So it's like, okay, you guys take over his salary. You need this guy because um, your stud got hurt. And this is in Atlanta. Um, your, your good guy got hurt. You need to get a guy out there. Peterson's okay. You can hit the long ball. Everybody wants to hit the long ball. And we got a live, he's got a 98.6 temperature unless he's contracted COVID like the Yankees. And uh, there you have it. Jock, you know, cocky, man. He was the cockiest 220 hitter in baseball. Had these funky shoes. He, you know, did the Fernando Tatis imitation when he went around third base. Unfortunately, that was all he could uh, imitate in terms of Tatis was his little dance because Jock was an average outfielder, average arm, average range, and can't hit lefties and barely hit righties. So goodbye, Jock. I was excited. You go back and listen to some of the earlier podcasts. Yes, I was excited to get him for Schwarber, and boy, was I wrong. Okay? Wrong. Hard to believe. Letter side of baseball, the head guy, wrong on Schwarber, but he's a gamer. Now, as as an aside, as soon as these ridiculous NBA playoffs end, I hope to get Craig Kashan back on the air because everybody loves Craig and he's he's a professional. He's been doing a little play by play for the Brewers, been doing the post game for the Bucks, he's been doing the pregame and the post game for the Brewers, and uh as tired as I'm sure he is, I know he misses on the lighter side of baseball. Now, we're coming to the old trade deadline. The All-Star game just, thank God, finished. Now, the bright star in the All-Star game was Shohei Atani. He, you know, did great in the home run derby, hit the longest ball ever, was a starting pitcher, da-da-da-da-da, great. American League won again for what I think the tenth time in uh, ten years, and then the National League wins the World Series most of the time. Playoff, okay. Now, 
this is going to be a nauseating week for Cub fans. Number one, we have waited so long that every day in the last two years, the value of Chris Bryant has gone down, 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 down. And look, I'm not a, I'm not breaking any headlines. I'm, I'm just saying, if they had traded Bryant last year, hey, we got the pandemic. Well, things got. If we had gotten rid of Bryant last year, we might have done as well as the White Sox did when they got rid of their stud to not only the Red Sox, but also to the Nationals. And they got Giolito and they got Rodon. Not a bad deal. Pitching. Now, Kyle Hendricks just won his 12th game. They have a great contract on him. As long as you're having a fire sale, Hendricks would get more than anybody else except for the guy in the bullpen, Kimbrell. Kimbrell has another year in his contract, and uh, he's the most valuable guy right now. And then Hendricks. Uh, and then maybe Jake Marisnik. Not Bryant, not Rizzo, not Baez. They're not going to deal these guys. So their timing is horrible. They just waste time. They're going to sign Baez, and they're going to sign Rizzo. And as I said before, they ought to trade Contreras to Atlanta for Contreras. That's right. Wilson for Willie. Billy for Willie. It had to be the deal. Uh, Bryant, wherever he goes, he's going to be there for August and September and maybe the playoffs, and then he'll be third baseman for the Dodgers. You heard it here. I don't know what's going to happen with Baez. I really don't. And what's the effect on Baez, Contreras, and Rizzo if they deal Bryant? Are they going to say, screw you? I, you know, I, I wouldn't blame them. As a season ticket holder, stand up and be counted, Uretsky. Stand up and be counted. Hasta la vista. See you later. No time like the present to bail. Number one, the tickets are overpriced. Number two, Rickus doesn't know what he's doing with the team. And number three... Let me see. I have no confidence in Hoyer or anybody else in their organization that they're going to go out and find, get rid of Bryant, get rid of Rizzo, get rid of Baez, get rid of Contreras, get rid of uh, Jake in center field. Uh, they're not going to come close to getting anybody that can play baseball for these guys. So if you're going to own a baseball team and you develop this talent like they have, Go sign them. Oh, we might go over the luxury tax limit, and then we're really screwed. Well, don't vote for the luxury tax. You know, go side with the uh, with the Players Association. Get rid of the luxury tax. Let freedom reign. Let market uh, capital marketing take over. Let free enterprise go. If you want to own a team, you pay, regardless. Uh, we might get hit with some sort of... Uh, Action by the Players Association, that's called, you know, we're colluding. No, you're not colluding. If you get rid of the salary cap, if you get rid of the luxury tax, which is on the salary cap, if you want to bring sanity to the game, get a salary basement. Every team that have payroll has to be $100 million, And uh, get a salary cap or a luxury tax. But you should figure out a long time ago, Mr. Ricketts, 
how to keep Bryant. Now, when they screwed Bryant around and didn't bring him up, and his agent Scott Boris didn't think that was such a kosher deal, and you know, the handwriting might have been on the wall. You know, Bryant's probably gone. Baez, I don't know. I mean, am I singing the blues on the Cubs? Let's look at some other things that Mighty Manfred came up with during the uh, you know, State of the Union to the uh, group of reporters in conjunction with the All-Star Game. Mighty Manfred, the Wonder Dog, said, we are going to go back to real baseball. We are going to go back to doubleheaders with nine innings. And we are not going to have a runner go prancing out to second base when we're in extra innings. We're going to get rid of those two. And I say, hallelujah. I applaud that. If you really do that, and I think the Player Association would probably be happy with that, then that's a good move. Real good move. Smart. Very smart. Now, in terms of keeping four players on the infield dirt, uh, two on one side of second base, two on the other, that's going to happen. And I don't think the union gives a shit. Excuse me. It's a family show. I don't think the union cares. And so I think the three things that I've been harping on are going to happen. They're going to get rid of the... They're going to get rid of the uh, seven-inning doubleheader. They're going to get rid of the runner at second base. And they're going to get rid of this ridiculous softball kind of uh, atmosphere where you put a rover out in the outfield. Okay? Now, will that speed up the game? Probably not. Can they speed up the game? Yeah. Can they tell the umpires to expand the strike zone? Yes. They can. They should. They won't. They like that three-and-a-half-hour game. Now... There you have it. That's kind of the opening, uh, just blistering on the Cubs. The um, Royals, my other season ticket team, bad. Padres have been limping, bad. The Yankees are dead. And interestingly, the offenses are picking up a little bit. And some of these studly pitchers, Garrett Cole amongst them, uh, when the umpires start checking for foreign substance on their cap, in their glove, on their hand, spin rate's going down and the offense is going up. Not bad. Not bad. Poetic justice. I think that's a good deal. Good deal. Was hokey for a while, but I think it's a good deal. Now, typical Cub fan, after the All-Star break, the uh, Cubs went ahead and won a game. Uh, Kyle Hendricks won his 12th game. And so, uh, everybody thinks, oh, my God, they shouldn't be sellers. Well, they're not going to win. They're, they play 10 games against the Diamondbacks and the Cardinals. And if they go 500, great. If they sweep, here we go again. So you never know what's going to happen. Actually, after we took a short break, they won again. Bottom of the order came through, put some guys on base. Contreras had a three-run homer. Cubs went four to two. And all of a sudden, people are starting to think, here we come. Now, same time the Brewers are taking care of the Reds. And the Reds are a different team without Castellanos in there. And the Cubs are a different team without Castellanos in there. The one deal about the Cubs, <clears throat> no matter how excited all you fans get out there, 
is they still can't hit and they still have Ian Happ. Let's trade Ian Happ for Castellanos. That'd be good. Let's trade Schwarber for Jack Peterson, even though he's already gone. That'd be good. Uh, let's, you know, start playing Hayward because he's hot. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's hard to be pumped up as a Cub fan. But let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be more excited about the rest of the year. Hold on. We're back from the break. I'm outside. We're at the lake. You might hear some people go by skiing, kids cheering and shouting, fish jumping, birds chirping, and it's a beautiful day at the lake. You can't beat it. I'm having a little popcorn. I'm getting ready to make some shish kebabs, and uh, we're going to have a nice little grill, and then we're going to go out to the Muni course. Uh, which kind of looks like where they just played the British Open, or as the Brits call it, the Open. Won by Colin Morakaya. Speed finished second, and he is looking good. All right, let's look at where the races stand as we head into the official second half of the season, and the countdown on the trade deadline is 12. We're 12 days from the trade deadline, and what does that mean? It means that Bryant's gone, and who knows, the Cubs have leaked that they are going to try to do a deal with Bryant, with, no, sorry, not Bryant, wishful thinking, with Baez and Rizzo, and they're going to let the best player in their organization hit the road. And what do they expect to get? Uh, who knows? Hmm. Anyway, there's only one team in the Central Division of the National League that has a run differential in the positive figures, and that's the Milwaukee Brewers. The Reds are 0, the Cubs are 18 below, the Cardinals are 43 below, and the Pirates 117 runs to the negative. So let's look at where we stand. Number one, the Brewers have a six-game lead over Cincinnati and they did what they had to do. They have gone four and six in the 10 games against the Reds, but they are going to hold on to a rather large lead. So even if they lose today, the Reds will be five games behind the Brewers. The Cubs are eight games out and they are at 500 and it's 92 games into the season and uh, you can kiss it goodbye. Cardinals are really bad, 45 and 47, and the Pirates are, you know, should be in a triple-A. In the uh, Eastern Division, my division, which I picked to be the best division in the uh, baseball, the Mets are on top with a two-game lead over Philadelphia, three games over Atlanta, five-and-a-half over my pick, the Washington Nationals, and eight-and-a-half over Don Mattingly's Miami Marlins. And speaking of Don Mattingly, he just signed a new contract, so good for him. In the West, which now proves to be pretty good, the Giants hold a one-game lead over the Dodgers, and 
a five and a half game lead over the Padres, who are fifty-four and forty, and they're in third place with a ninety-one run differential. The Dodgers have a one fifty-five run differential, the biggest in baseball, I do believe, but we'll see. The uh, Diamondbacks are just terrible. They've won twenty-six games. The Giants, who weren't supposed to do anything, have won thirty-two more games than the. Lowly Diamondbacks. Man, fire that guy. Whew, they're pathetic. In the American League East, surprising leader, the Red Sox over Tampa Bay. It's a two-horse race. Uh, Toronto, seven and a half back. The Yankees are eight back. They're dead. The Orioles are just three games better than the Diamondbacks. Ugh. And, uh, man, they're bad. Well, they're just bad. This day and age, you shouldn't be that bad. 141 in the negative run differential now in the Central Division. The White Sox are just going to walk away with it. They're eight games up, and they just killed the Astros last night. The Indians are eight games back. The Tigers are 14 games back. The Twins are 16 back. And my Royals, oh, my God, they're worse than anybody ever believed. They're 18 back. The Astros have a three-and-a-half game lead over the Mariners. And the Angels are dead. So, I mean, let's look at it. Uh, of all the exciting hopes that we had when the season started, uh, clearly the Brewers are a little bit of a surprise, but uh, not for Craig Kishan, who will be back as my co-host hopefully next week. The Mets are a surprise that they lead Philadelphia, Atlanta, and Washington. And the Giants are a huge surprise over the Dodgers. But at the end of the year, the Dodgers are going to be there. They've got too much talent. What I'm surprised about is how uh, 54 and 40 looks pretty crummy in the National League West. And in the American League, the Red Sox are a surprise. Tampa Bay, year after year after year. Them and Oakland, the Rays and the A's and the Jays. The, you know, if you rhyme with the A, you're going to have a good team. Uh, White Sox are doing it. The Astros are doing it. The uh, A's are right there. Now, let's hit the little button that says wild card and see who is looking good in the wild card. Right now, it looks like it's the Dodgers and the Padres in the National League, and they have a five-game lead over the Reds. So that, that race is over. So it's going to be the division winners plus the Dodgers and the Padres, or the, the, it's going to be the West against everybody else. Then you've got, in the American League, uh, Tampa Bay, Oakland, maybe Seattle. That's it. Uh, so the wild card, it's not going to be a surprise. These are going to be the big teams that we picked at the end of the year. The Mets, the Brewers, the Giants, the Dodgers and San Diego in the National League. The Red Sox are surprised. The White Sox and Astros are not. Tampa Bay and Oakland not. There you go. So that's the scoop there. That's exciting. We think that uh, there's not any really good races going on right now except in the National League East. So, so let's look at how one particular writer, I don't even know who this guy is, Will Leach. <laughs> Will Leach. He says the uh, best chance of winning is in the National League West. Second best, the American League East. I don't agree with that. Third best, the American League Wild Card. Fourth best, the National League East. The fifth best, the American League West. The sixth best, the National League Central, followed by the National League Wild Card, followed by the American League Central. 
All right. This guy clearly is not giving any love out to the White Sox. So how do I rank them? Where do I rank all these leagues in terms of who's shown a propensity to win the division? Okay. I think that the winner of the World Series is going to come from the National League West. And so I agree with this guy on the West. It's going to be the Giants, the Dodgers, or the Padres, one of those. I think playing those guys will be the American League Central. So his number eight is my number two because I think the White Sox are going to be in the World Series. Um, they're smart, they keep making moves, and they're not done making moves. So they may, you know, who knows, they could end up with Rizzo at first base, uh, taking a little break off of uh, Abreu. Uh, the s next teams, the runners-up in the American and the National League will be the American League East and the National League East, and then the others are at the bottom of the barrel. Have we covered all that? I think the Dodgers, Giants, Padres, the White Sox, Rays, Red Sox are going to be in the uh, final hunt in the playoffs, National League Championship Series, the American League Championship Series, and the World Series. I think that um, very few teams have uh, any better chance than that. The Problem for the Mets, DeGrom goes on the IL, but uh, Syndergaard and Carrasco are soon to come back. There was a shooting outside of the stadium in Washington, D.C. last night. They suspended the game for good reason, and uh, that's not a good thing. The Pirates finally signed their number one guy, and um, Henry Davis, first pick in the draft. And so, hooray, the Pirates have another bozo that they can trade later on because their team sucks. Why are they even in baseball? Why in the world did they pay six? They paid $6.5 million to sign the guy well below the slot of $8.4 million. Who's this guy's agent? He should have at least gotten $7.5 million. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, the money in baseball is crazy, and, um, you know, some people want to spend it, others don't. It's the same thing I've been harping on for three years. The, the salary discrepancies are so bad that they prevent competitive balance. The luxury tax is going to blow up yet another team. It's the same thing that's happened in the National Hockey League. Look at the Blackhawks. They had a potential dynasty on their hands, and what they do... They had salary cap trouble, which forced them to blow up not only the team, but the management. The coach, general manager, and the president of the team, all gone. And all attributable to what started the ball rolling, and that is the salary cap. Uh, it's just out of hand. I don't get it. Uh, it seems like everybody is trying to achieve mediocrity, and uh, that's what baseball's doing. They are achieving mediocrity. And I can say this, if the Cubs get rid of two of the three, Rizzo, Baez, or Bryant, they can kiss my money goodbye. And um, it's already almost a kiss goodbye. But we'll see what they do here in the next 12 days. And um, I, I got no faith in, uh, in the Cubs.
I have less faith in Hoyer than I had in Epstein, and for you that listen to my show, you know that I wasn't big on Theo. Now, is Theo still running the Cubs? You never know. Jack, Jed Hoyer's uh, telephone, how often does he call Theo? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's, um, where are they going to get another Bryant? Where are they going to find another Baez? Uh, they should have signed Bryant last year along with Baez again. But they didn't. So will they go the way of Schwarber? Or will they actually get something? I don't know. Sack got rid of Chris Sale when he still had some years left on his contract. Look at Chris Sale and look at who the Sox got for Chris Sale. No-brainers. White Sox have outmaneuvered them. And I picked the White Sox in the World Series. There you have it. Um, the Brewers can't, can't discount them. So for those of you that were going, hey, wait a minute. You talk about the Padres, the Giants, and the Dodgers. What about the Brew Crew or Cincinnati? I think Cincinnati's done. They had a shot to pick up some sp- some space in the uh, standings, and they didn't do it against uh, you know seven games with the Brewers, both before and after the All-Star break. And uh, what happened? The Brewers held their own. Brewers held their own. So hats off to uh, Craig Council. You know, he just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, the All-Star break. They played four games against Cincinnati before the All-Star break. The Brewers went one and three. Now they have the All-Star break. They come back after the break, and they win games one and two in Cincinnati and one left for today. And so they're playing 500 ball against Cincy so far, right? Maybe not. Close. And today, the Brewers are winning one to nothing over the Reds. Brewers have pitching. They have pretty good hitting. Not great hitting. Cubs, I don't know. So what else is going on in baseball that we can talk about? Um, We've got August and September and then the playoffs. And I think the playoffs will be uh, much more fun. we got the NBA. Bucks on the verge of winning the NBA title, so hats off to the co-host of On the Letter Side of Baseball, Craig Craig Cashon. He's going to get a ring. I hope they give him a ring. They should give him a ring. I don't know. Do they give the announcers a ring? Who does the announcer work for? Bally Sports. We'll see. So we're going to take a little break, and when I come back from break, we're going to have an inspirational discussion on rule changes. Is that exciting? No. We're going to have an inspirational talk on ticket prices. Is that No, let's talk about concessions because I'm going to the game next week and I'm going to eat a lot at Wrigley Field. So there we have it. Going with my buddy. He likes to eat. I like to eat. And uh, we'll see if we can figure out how to get food and drink uh, with Ballpark App, which is very challenging for old people like me. So we'll be right back. All right. I hope you appreciated that great break and great music provided by our production crew. They're always ready to go, ready to help. Back to concessions. I want to bring you up to date on Lloyd the Beer Man, because Lloyd the Beer Man is one of my favorite vendors ever, and I had a lot of favorite vendors growing up. But Lloyd sold beer at Wrigley and Comiskey for 50 years, wrote two books, although most of the writing is pictures. And, uh, hey, we've got a guest. He's um, eating... He's I threw a bunch of popcorn down on the ground because I took a little popcorn break. And now this chipmunk is 
looking around, but he clearly does not like he doesn't like the popcorn. I mean, he goes from one kernel to another, big and little, trying for my toes there. He's not eating the popcorn. Now, if I ordered popcorn at Wrigley Field, I'd probably eat it because it would be probably better than what I just ate. And obviously the chipmunk is fussy. He doesn't like the popcorn. So back to Lloyd. Lloyd retired. He's in southern Illinois enjoying life after baseball. And we are trying to schedule Lloyd for a podcast. Wouldn't that be fun? We can figure out how Lloyd managed to sneak through on selling beer and being able to retire and live on a 6,000-acre ranch in southern Illinois. How about that? We really don't know where Lloyd's living. He could be, you know, selling beer at uh, Champagne or Banna at the Illinois baseball games. We don't know. But we try to be factual here on the lighter side of baseball, and so we're going to find out where... Lloyd is and what Lloyd is up to. In the meantime, so we're going to the Diamondback game next uh, Saturday, followed by the Indians-White Sox game the following Friday, and I should by then have a real good rating on Italian sausage, polo sausage, hot dogs at both stadiums. My buddy Bruce is going to go with me. He's a big-time evaluator of hot dogs and... Uh, so that'll be fun. And uh, we'll see where who's in the Cubs lineup when that starts because it took them a long time today to post a lineup. I have a feeling they have a deal close to being made. And it's interesting. The three Musketeers that are unsigned free agents are batting one, two, and three in the order today. Does that mean, does that mean anything? I don't know. They've got Rizzo leading off. Um, I think Bryant's batting second, and Baez is batting third, maybe. And that's kind of unusual. I don't get that, but we shall see what happens in that. Yeah, Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, Patrick Wisdom, Hayward, Marisnik, Horner, Chirinos, their four-string catcher, and Zach Davies. And they take on the lowly, pathetico Diamondbacks. 26 wins on the season. And this must be their ace. He's 5-7 and seven with a 4.6 ERA going up against the Cubbies. That should make for another win. That would be three in a row. And then uh, they head to St. Louis for four games, then back to Wrigley for three. And uh, who knows where that'll put them. But... Do we get excited again? I don't know. I'm pretty nervous about the next two weeks with the trade deadline. Very nervous, very bummed, but could be a chance to jettison my tickets, and that's always a good thing. I don't know. I'm not going to get rid of my tickets. You folks who know me know that. So for Jamie Redskin, the lighter side of baseball, I hope I haven't really put you into a foul mood because of my foul mood on the Cubs and their lack of spending money. I don't see another Chris Bryant coming down the pike. I don't see another Baez coming down the pipe. And, uh, you know, my trade candidates, I, I've said a lot of different things. But I, Kyle Hendricks, why isn't he on the line? He's got a really – I think the reason they don't want to trade him is they've just cut a deal with him. It's so team-friendly, it's not funny. And then Contreras, who's a free agent next year, is going to get traded for his brother, Will, Willie Contreras, for Willie Contreras. And um, 
you've you've heard me talk about that quite a bit. And then um, you know maybe somebody will find a pitcher out there for the Cubs. I I don't know. You need a pitcher. So I thought maybe Williams was going to pitch today, but it's Zach Davies. And I thought maybe Trevor Williams would be in the starting rotation soon, but uh, we don't know. The Cubs are playing it close to the vest. They never announce anybody. Uh, Wainwright is going to uh, pitch on, I think it's uh, Tuesday. He's the Cub killer. Anyway, that's it. We, you know, our phone lines are lit up, but I'm not going to take any calls today because it's too beautiful at the lake. And uh, I'm going to hope that the Bucks end the playoffs Tuesday night and we can get Craig back on here after he relaxes. And um, that's it. So, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, the lighter side of baseball has been kind of the depressed side of baseball tonight, but better things are around the corner. And I am pumped up about what what teams are you guys going to root for? The Padres, the Brewers, who else? The Rays. All right, those are my three teams. Padres, Brewers, Rays. For the rest of the year, that's who I'm pulling for. Rays, Brewers, Padres. Okay? So... That'll get me in a good mood because one of those three teams is going to the World Series unless it's not. I'll even get pumped up about the White Sox. So, I'm going to a game someday with my good friend Jerry, and uh, we'll talk about that later. So, for Jamie Retzke on the lighter side of baseball, I'm signing out, checking out, and hoping you guys have a great day. Thank you.